Good morning, God morning. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to my dolly mama. She's hanging in there. She says she's trying hard not to be bored. So she's going on a little road trip today. And that's good because I know she'll be listening to my podcast. May God continue to bless you, Mom. I love you. And you guys have fun today. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Christian life can be a busy one. Church involvement, evangelism, Bible study, acts of service. There is no shortage of things to do. But sometimes trying to do things the right way distracts us from what makes faithfulness sustainable. And that is a close fellowship with God. So we're going to meditate this year on how the Lord is understanding how he values our loyalty, how he restores our friendship, how he wants to be known by us, and how he is always ready for us. So turn your attention to God 
The Gospel of John tells us about a group of Pharisees who want to stone a woman accused of adultery. The men are so focused on the technicalities of the law that they fail to understand why the law exists in the first place. And that is to help human beings know and experience God. Now, if their hearts weren't so hardened, they might have discovered that the law is fulfilled not by punishing wrongs, but out of love. When Jesus tells the woman that she is free of condemnation, he does so having sympathized with her every weakness. He has compassion regarding all the trials that she's faced and knows each detail of her background. He is a savior of infinite understanding. When we redirect our attention from rule to following God himself, will we discover both his true character and his will for us. And like this woman, we encounter a God full of mercy and grace, one that we are eager to love. Today is a good day for us to focus our attention on God and to remember what we love about him. Think about the things that stand out to you. Okay, stay right there. We'll be right back. We've got more. We're going to talk about the path of life. Listeners, the future is an untraveled trail with complex twists and turns. Appealing activities can be detours that lead away from the Lord, and engaging philosophies are paths that often end in a mirror of muddled thinking. In Touch Magazine says, even the best route isn't all sun-dappled meadows and quiet riverside lanes. At times, we'll journey over rugged terrain or through dark valleys. The only way to be sure we're walking on right path is to follow one who knows the way. And God is your perfect guide for life. He lovingly and intentionally created you for this time and place. He watches over your steps and teaches you his paths as he reveals in his word. And what's more, he is the comforter who promises to walk by your side so you never face life's challenges alone. The Lord knows the path before you. And if you'll humble yourself and reverence him, he will give instructions about the way you should choose. I am raising my hand. This is happening. Yes, yes. Because God sees every discouraging obstacle and entrapping temptation, he wants to guard your steps so that you won't stumble off course. So listeners, decide to trust him 
and pursue his will rather than what might feel good or look right, then you know you'll be on your way to the destination of blessing. I love that. Amen. We are going to need courage to face stiff challenges. Anytime God requires us to face trials and tribulations, he always provides the courage to meet the demand. Defeat is never a viable option for the person of courage. Courageous people recall past victories and God's faithfulness. Courage is a result of having the right attitude. Courageous people look to God and trust his guidance. Genuine courage is not chilled by inner feels or outward difficulties. A courageous person applies resources at hand in creative ways. A person with the attribute of courage confronts an opponent with confidence that God will ultimately give him success if he obeys him. A person of courage isn't interested in those who refuse to believe God. Listeners, take time to study God's word and apply his principles to your life. You can always face your enemies head on when you stand on the promises of God's word. When we face life's trials, as David did, by faith, we become men and women of courage. And the victory is always ours. David had realized that he could not win in his own strength and he knew God had to be with him or he would suffer defeat. So find the courage, listeners. Find it in God, right? Find it in him. Okay, stay right there. We'll be back. We've got more coming. It's a new year, and there's some new words. Beware of bitterness. Bitterness imprisons life. Love releases it. Proverbs 10 verse 12 says, Hatred stirs up conflicts but love covers all offenses. If you are mirrored in the quicksand of bitterness or regret, it is time to free yourself from the mirror. The world holds few, if any, rewards for those who remain angrily focused upon the past. The act of forgiveness is difficult for all, 
but the most saintly men and women still act in forgiveness. Being frail, fallible, imperfect beings, most of us are quick to anger, we're quick to blame, we're slow to forgive, and even slower to forget. Face in my hand, but I'm working on it. Yet, we know that it's best to forgive others just as we too have been forgiven. And that's what we need to remember, that we have been forgiven. So therefore, we should easily forgive others. If there exists even one person, including yourself, against whom you still harbor bitter feelings, beware of bitterness because it's time to forgive and move on. Bitterness and regret are not part of God's plan for you. But God won't force you to forgive others. It is a job that only you can finish. And the sooner you finish it, the better off you'll be. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, free me from anger and bitterness. Keep me mindful that forgiveness is your commandment. Let me turn away from bitterness and instead claim the spiritual abundance that you offer through the gift of your Son. Amen. Matthew chapter 19 verse 26 says, But Jesus looked at them and said, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Let's consider the possibilities. All of us endure difficult days, and sometimes even the most optimistic Christians can become discouraged. And we are no exception, listeners. So if you're being tested by trying circumstances, Perhaps it's time to focus more on your strengths and less on the challenges that confront you. Every day, including today, is brimming with possibilities. Every day, including today, is filled with opportunities to grow, opportunities to serve, and to share. But if you're entangled in a web of worry, you may overlook the blessings that God has scattered along your path. Don't give in to pessimism. Don't give in to doubt. Don't give in to negativity or cynicism. Instead, keep your eyes upon the possibilities. Fix your heart upon the Creator. Do your best and let God handle the rest. Pray with me. Dear God, nothing is impossible for you. Your infinite power is beyond human understanding. Keep me always mindful of your strength. And when I lose hope, give me faith. When others lose hope, let me tell them of your glory and your works. Today, Lord, 
Let me expect the miraculous and let me trust in you. Amen. I love to pray. Consider this day a new beginning. Revelation chapter 21 verse 5 says, Then the one seated on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. And each new day offers countless opportunities to serve God, to seek his will, and to obey his teachings. But each day also offers countless opportunities to stray from God's commandments and to wander far from his path. Sometimes we wander aimlessly in the wilderness of our own making, but God has better plans for each of us. Consequently, whenever we ask him to renew our strength and guide our steps, he does. So consider this day a new beginning. Consider it a fresh start, a renewed opportunity to serve your creator with willing hands and a loving heart. Ask the Lord to renew your sense of purpose Ask him for courage and guidance. Ask for the wisdom to trust for your hopes and not your fears. And when you ask, you will receive because he always, always, always keeps his promises. Yes, always. The amazing thing about Jesus is that he doesn't patch up our lives he gives us a brand new sheet, a clean slate to start all over anew. Pray with me. Dear Lord, you have the power to make all things new. Renew my strength, Father. Renew my hope for the future. Today and every day, Lord, draw me Draw comfort and courage from your promises for me, from your unending love. Amen. We'll be right back. And now for my new book, He Whispers Your Name by Cherie Hill. It says, trust me in everything. You tend to trust me to work the small miracles in your life, but remain unsure of my abilities to perform the bigger ones. I am not a lesser God according to your circumstances or the current state of your faith. My power and presence in your life is unchanging. So depend upon me as if your life depends on it, because it does. This is God whispering to us. My will for your life may allow for troubles, but I will always give you grace in proportion to them. Trusting in me means living with the unknowns, facing fear with faith, 
and believing in what you know is true. When you're consumed with anxiety, drowning in despair and unable to walk in the faith you possess, fall to your knees in prayer and I will be there. I'll meet you where you are. In your weakness, I will be your strength. Thank me for all I've done and all I have yet to do. In everything, the good and the bad, the laughter and the tears, the strength and the fear, don't allow your heart to be moved. Stand firm in your faith and trust me completely in everything. Philippians chapter four, verse six says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Let your requests be made known to God. Amen. And from my other new book, Pray More. (laughs) I'm so excited. I love my reading materials. I do. This one says Level Ground. John chapter 8, verse 31, Jesus said to those Jews who had believed in him, if you abide in my word, that means hold fast to my teachings and live accordance with them, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. The quaking of our world's inner and outer can leave us shaken, listeners. But God provides us with solutions. He helps us to be resilient, to absorb the shocks that come our way, to hold fast under pressure. God's word repeatedly tells us not to be afraid. He has blessed us with the avenue of prayer. He invites and encourages us to abide in him promising that when we walk in his truth, when we believe in his word with our whole heart, our whole mind, our whole body, and our whole soul, we are freed from the sins that snare, the worries that stress, and in doing so, we find his love spread out before us and our feet standing on level ground. I find my freedom in you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Loving it, loving it. And since... This is the beginning of the year. Let's just cleanse our souls 100%. Let us fast and let us be joyous in this season 
of fasting. Let's fast from judging others. Let's fast from emphasis on indifferences. Let's fast from apparent darkness. Let's fast from thoughts of illness. Fast from words that pollute. Fast from discontent. Let us fast from anger. Fast from pessimism. Fast from worry. Fast from complaining. Fast from negatives. Fast from unrelenting pressures. Let us also fast from hostility. Fast from bitterness, self-concern, personal anxiety, discouragement, facts that depress. Let us fast from lethargy. Let's fast from suspicion, thoughts that weaken, shadows of sorrow, idle gossip, and fast from problems that overwhelm. We pray for the strength. We will live with the Lord. Lord, give us life. Amen. Listeners, thank you for coming to pray with me. We just got these blessings started. Oh, yes. It's going to be a year of abundant blessings. Get ready. I'm telling you, you've been forewarned. God is ready. God is willing. He is able. He is here. He sees you. He chose us. And we are being obedient. And therefore, We are going to be rewarded for our faithfulness by our God. Remember to keep doing your acts of kindness. See you tomorrow. Bye for now.